Straight Talk from Israel. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. Listening to the Tamar Yona Show here at IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. Say it isn't so, but the USA seems to have backstabbed Israel for Iran. We're going to be talking about that on the show today, as well as Jerusalem Day. Do you know what that is even? Do you know that it <laughs> the Arabs are threatening to spark a war about it? Also, Tehran and Snapir, I think that's how you pronounce it. Uh, these are islands off of the Red Sea that are in the region of Egypt and Saudi Arabia and ultimately Israel. And there's negotiations over these islands to change ownership. How is that going to affect things with Israel? Also, Joe Caligula Biden. That's what our guest says. He's going to be talking about the U.S. president and his uh, similarities with the famous Roman Caligula and the crumbling of culture of the American middle class. Very, very sad. Uh, A lot of these topics are not so pleasant, but we need to know about them. We need to not be ostriches and stick our heads in the sand. And then when it arrives at our doorstep... Be shocked. How could this have happened? So we need to inform you all so you know, and you can take whatever preparations you can and whatever preparations you like, or you can just keep choosing to ignore reality. But we are here at Israel News Talk Radio giving you the lowdown of what's happening, whether it's good, whether it's uh, sad, etc. All right. I want to remind you all that I have been doing less shows lately because I've been in a lot of back pain still. So it's getting better, but still too uncomfortable to do uh, more shows than I'm already doing. But I have some good news. All of the shows I've done and video interviews are all available on demand for you to go and check out. Go to our homepage at IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com and you will see on the menu bar going across videos. Click on that and you'll see all of the latest videos that I've done. I've uh, interviewed uh, Roseanne Barr and Dennis Prager and other very interesting people with interesting topics. So don't miss them. We'll be right back. How did a nice Jewish girl from Delaware end up living in Israel? Shalom. I'm Natalie Sapinski. Join me on my show, Returning Home. Meet different people who have moved to Israel. Hear their personal stories, their highs, their lows, and everything in between. Each week, we talk to experts on immigration and the process of moving to Israel. Listen to Returning Home every Thursday, only on Israel News Talk Radio. back here at the Tamar Yona Show on IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. And we're going to be talking about a lot of different subjects that are happening around the world and that affect Israel, of course. 
And our guest today is Dr. Mordechai Ben-Menachem. He is a researcher, former lecturer at Ben-Gurion University, and has authored over 80 books and 400 research papers on science, history, and more. He commentates on Mideast and world issues. And I want to welcome to the show Dr. Mordechai Ben-Menachem. Thank you. Good to have you on. Okay, so uh, it is Jerusalem Day today, Sunday, if you're listening to this show live. And um, you wanted to incorporate that somehow. First, I- I'd like you to tell people what Jerusalem Day is before you go into that topic. But there's an issue now of two islands that are in the Red Sea area between Egypt and Saudi Arabia. If you don't know where that is, everybody, go to Google Maps and look it up. It's very interesting to see. And uh, they are negotiating over islands there that will uh, possibly affect Israel's security. So where would you like to start? Okay. Let's start from the very beginning. The beginning in this sense will be basically the Six-Day War, which is when we regained sovereignty over, over the United City of Jerusalem. Yes. So we need to understand what, what the background of that is. Okay. The, um, um, uh, uh, the, the Arab culture, the Arab uh, uh, people have been in existence on the world stage, so let's say, for about 2,000 years. They sort of started to come into history during the Middle Roman Empire. Okay, so it's about 2,000 years, maybe a little bit less. Now, in all those years, the Arabs have given the world uh, 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 poets and authors and music and some of the most co- beautiful calligraphy in the world. And they've, they've really, their culture has been very uh, uh, transformative and, and has many very beautiful things. But and one thing they've never nice had... buildings also, by the way. Their, their architecture, is, some of it is very beautiful. Beautiful. I, I, I'm very fond of, of Arab culture. Uh, but, but one thing that they have never had, there has never been an Arab strategist. Arabs don't strategize. They think about things basically um, on a... On a practical, tactical basis. They don't really, there haven't, haven't ever been strategists among the Arabs until today. Today, there are two gentlemen, both of them highly educated, both of them apparently very, very smart. One is usually called MBS and the other is called MBZ, Mohammed bin Salman, Mohammed bin Zaydan, um, the, the leader of Saudi Arabia, Mohammed bin Salman, and the leader of the United Arab Emirates, Mohammed bin Zaman, uh, 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 um, and we're not going to talk about the Emirates, we're going to talk a little bit about Saudi Arabia now, but the point is, um, in, in 1967, when um, Egypt, Syria, and Jordan got together to attack Israel, Jordan, under the leadership of uh, um, uh, uh, Hussein bin Talal, bin, bin Talal, the second king of Jordan, uh, attacked Jerusalem. And the point I'm making is, if anyone looks at the map of priests of 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 the land of Israel between 1948, between the, the War of Independence and the and the Six Day War, they will immediately see that there is a waistline. There's a a a a, a, a place which is very narrow on Isthmus. Um, between Calcilia and Herzliya, or Calcilia and, and Natania, just to put it into perspective for people, an airplane goes over that area in exactly two seconds. That was the width of, the, of Israel at the time. Now, had Hussein attacked 
there, concentrated his forces and attacked there, he would have divided the country in half. He would have cut off the southern part of the country from, from all water supplies. And basically, we would have lost the Six-Day War. But as I said, he's not a strat he wasn't a strategist. He was a tactician. He was a relatively good tactician, but he attacked Jerusalem because he was driven by his emotions and not by strategy, not by his brain. So we have, basically we have Hussein to thank for having Jerusalem Day. Because Jerusalem Day is the day that commemorates the reuni reunification of Jerusalem. And that, of course, is today. Um, but I want to take a few moments to talk about these islands because they show the difference that for the first time in 2,000 years, the Arabs have strategy, strategy and they're doing something really, very, very, really fascinating. Mohammed bin, Sal bin Salman, the, the so-called crown prince of Saudi Arabia, but actually the the de facto ruler of Saudi Arabia, because his father is 80, 85 years old and very ill. He came up with a strategic vision for the country to build a city called Neom, N-E-O-M, on the basically on the border between Saudi Arabia and Jordan at the southern tip of the um, uh, uh, um, Gulf of Aqaba, the Gulf of Elat, whichever you want to get into. I don't want to get into the politics of the of the name. This um, uh, 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 mega project is budgeted at five hundred million dollars to build. Sorry, five hundred billion dollars to build. Half a trillion dollars. It's an enormous project. He wants to make it into the world's most advanced technologically advanced city, uh, totally driven off solar power, and solar power that is not powered by, I won't go into the details, but not powered by solar panels, by, but by a different solar technology, um, one that is actually green, as opposed to solar panels, which are, which are sort of almost greenish. Um, and one of, the one of the parts of this project is basically a bridge between Saudi Arabia and Egypt, an actual physical bridge so people can drive across the strait. To do that, he needs these two islands. Now, the, the historical background is these islands belong legally to Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia gave them to Egypt in the 1950s in order to f help, help Nasser facilitate his uh, blockade of the Straits of Tehran, the Straits at the, at the, uh, ju at ju just above the southern tip of, of Sinai. And that was how Nasser began the, the war by uh, uh, basically a, a, a blockade is an act of war. So they, they initiated the war by blockading the Strait of Tehran. For that reason, the islands were given to Egypt. Now Saudi, Saudi Arabia comes back and says, well, okay, that region doesn't exist anymore. Give us back the islands. But now Egypt has a problem because in their peace treaty with Israel, they can't just give up the islands. There are all sorts of, uh, of, of conditions in the, in, the, uh, in the contract. And one of the conditions, of course, is, is uh, 
permanent de demilitarization, and et cetera, et cetera. So there's a ne negotiation going on here. And the negotiation is very interesting. But what I really want to um, uh, 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 show up here is an interesting um, development that's occurred over the last few days, basically the last, I think, week and a half or so, when America suddenly decided that they're going to mediate the negotiation, as if anybody here needed the Americans to, me to mediate before us. Um, nobody needs America for it. Nobody wants America as interference because basically the Biden administration, the Biden maladministration couldn't negotiate their way out of a paper bag. But um, uh, um, uh, so they're butting in and trying to um, make believe as if they've initiated this and um, they're doing all of us a big favor, which is kind of interesting. So that's the story of these two islands. By the way, I've been to Tehran. It's a lovely little island. Um, nothing grows there. It's totally barren. Um, uh, 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 nothing grows on Sapira either. But what is there is absolutely fascinating. It's one of the most beautiful places in the world for coral diving. Mm. And I've done so, so I'm actually saying that as a witness. Um, it's um, just unbelievable. Yes. It's just one of the one, literally one of the best places on the entire planet for that sort of activity, for spearfishing, for skin diving, scuba diving, uh, 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 coral diving, whatever you want to call it. Even snorkeling. I just want to tell everybody, when I was uh, in, in university here in Israel, we went down a bit north of those islands in, in Nueva in the Sinai. Okay. And I remember I almost choked when I was snorkeling under the water because I was just la I started to laugh because it was so beautiful seeing these fish swimming right by you with the corals and these just exotic fish. And you felt like you were, you were with Jacques Cousteau under the water there. And I just started to laugh and <laughs> you can't laugh well, when, still, when you I have a snorkel. Have a, a, a large scar on my foot where a shark nearly ate me. But that's okay. Oh, okay. okay. Not in the way, but at Dahab, which is which is a few I was in Dahab also, yeah, but it was Nueva where this happened to me. It was really something, and uh, and I actually was stung by one of those black, uh, pointy needle plants there. I don't know what it was, a urch sea urchin. Oh, a uh, sea urchin. And yeah. my whole leg like swelled up. It looked like some type of disease from Star Trek. I remember, and <laughs> everyone was saying someone should pee on it. <laughs> I'm thinking no one's gonna pee on my leg. No way. Well, actually, that would have been actually, that actually was the right thing. To I do, know, I know, I know, but I, 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 you know, I was, I was not about to have someone do that. Okay. Anyway, we have to go to a break just in time. TMI, everybody, right? All right, we're going to be back with some more news and current issues that are happening that you need to know about. Don't go anywhere, everybody, because we're going to be right back after the break. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. This is Shai Bentico, and each week I'll be webcasting to you from Judea, origin of the word Jew, a people besieged and beleaguered in every generation. Nazi Germany is but a memory, but in its place the world invented the phantom Palestinians as this generation's internationally authorized Jew killers. Tune in for a different slant on life in Israel. Phantom Nation, every Monday. 
right, we are back here at the Tamar Yonah Show on IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. And the topic now is Joe Caligula Biden. Take it away, Dr. Mordechai Ben Menachem. <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm sort of assuming that people know, know something about Roman history, Roman, Roman Empire. Don't assume. And Caligula was the mad uh, emperor. Uh, people, people may recall that he appointed his his horse to be a senator. I think you know, and today that wouldn't be so bad. We might be doing better. If, if people, yeah, I would clearly be doing better than some of the, so some who of the says senators he's in crazy. America has today. What's <laughs> crazy in your eyes may not be crazy in someone else's. Okay, go ahead. But uh, 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 I'm looking at Biden and at his. I can only call it antics. Uh, some of the things that he said. I'm I'm quoting from something he said in Tokyo at this at the Quad Summit. Quote: The number one threat is the strength, and that strength that we've built is inflation. Okay. So anybody who really thinks that inflation is a strength can only be one of two things: either a moron or crazy. He can't be sane. This can't be somebody who's responsible for the for what spews out of his mouth. Listen. Because no, no, no normal human being would ever make a statement like that, but that's, this is Biden. Okay, you know so what? Wait, 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 wait. I have to be fair and say okay. that we Israelis were, were served the same dish of you-know-what. When, when I remember that when uh, Ehud Barak was the prime minister of Israel and we were being hit with terror attack after terror attack, and he would say that Havlaga is strength. Havlaga is restraint. That if we restrain ourselves from reacting against the terror and the terrorists, that shows how strong we are. And we were fed that bowl of you-know-what. Okay, so... So, so... so you're agreeing with me, then? I'm saying that... You're agreeing with me. You're, say, you're saying that nobody would make a statement like that if he was, if, unless he was sane or senile. Or, or, trying, or maybe they're just trying to brainwash us and, and, and get us to think, you know, like uh, bad is evil is good and good is evil. Yeah, well, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have any expectations in terms of El Barak, but I do have expectations in terms of, of Joe Biden. And I ask you a very simple question. Okay. I ask you a very simple question here. Does the United States as a country, as a nation, as a, as a people, does the United States desire to survive? I'm not convinced that it does. I'm not convinced that the population of the United States desires their country to continue to exist. Let me tell you something. I think it's the leadership, the leftists, that don't want the United States of America to exist. They want to see a global, one-world order, and that's why they have to destroy America and bring the American people to their knees so they'll be willing to accept anything, just get us out of our misery and our mess that we've been brought into. That's what I obviously. I'm, 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 that, 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 that's very obvious. They say that all the time. I mean, I mean, what's her name? Piglosi continues to say all the time that that she wants something like a, 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 a depopulation and all sorts of other ridiculous things and, and etc. I mean, clearly, what they're doing on the border is is a sign that, that that the government does not wish the United States to survive. Clearly, what they're doing with energy shows that the United States government does not wish to survive. Clearly what they're doing with inflation shows that they do not wish to survive. Clearly, I, I can go on and on in every area, uh, and, and social, uh, uh, the, the street violence, the, 
there has never been a case in human history when a country had the kind and quantity of violence that the United States has today in, the, in its society. Never. I mean, if you re recall, a few months ago, I was saying never since the, 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 the dark ages in Europe, but, but they've surpassed even that. And it's not just this, this horrible tragedy of what happened in Texas, because those things literally happen almost every week now. You know, some people believe that these horrible shootings are purposely done by handlers that handle these crazies like this guy who did it because they want to use it as an excuse to de- uh, what's the word I'm looking for? To disarm. 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 Yes, thank you. Disarm the American people. No, I don't. People. I don't believe that. I don't think anybody. I don't think anybody's that anybody can think that far ahead in order to do something like that. These people are not controllable. The problem is not these people. The problem is not a question of individuals. The problem is a question of culture. <coughs> the American culture um, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, is totally. Uh, it, it, it's, it's literally idol worshiping it has, has turned totally pagan. It, it, they idol worship violence. They idol worship uh, 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 imitation stars and imitation celebrities, such as such as uh, fighters or action actors and actresses and etc. etc. People who uh, are, are in in most cases at best brainless. And in many cases, even worse than that. Uh, this is this is not a culture that desires to survive. Where are when 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 that when that disgusting criminal was murdered by by a, by a rogue police officer uh, uh, two years ago? Uh, uh, George um, Floyd. Uh, uh, George Floyd. Um, there were there were, were were riots in the streets, and I, I I certainly don't condone riots, but I can un I can understand the emotion behind it. I wouldn't I wouldn't condone in any in any sense that the, those actions. But I can understand the emotion. What I can't understand, and I cannot condone in any case, where are the demonstrators from the right saying, "Free us from this moron! Free us from these this pair of these two who are, who are they're both obviously crooks. They're both obviously I think both Biden and and Harris. But I should add to that. Pelosi and a few others, but I mean, I, we can't, we, the time doesn't allow us. I mean, clearly, the Biden family are a family of crooks. We know that today. There's no, there's no real doubt about that. Why aren't people on the right standing up in America and going out and demonstrating, saying, rid us of this awful thing that we have here? I think we need a functioning government. I think because they play by the rules. And there's nothing in any rule book against demonstrating against your government. That's perfectly legitimate. That's just, it used to be a democracy. So what is your answer? I'm saying that I don't believe that the United States as a country desires to survive. And I think uh, the, 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 the symbol of that is, as I call him, Joe Caligula Biden. He we have here somebody who is obviously either totally mentally incompetent, which I, 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 he's just he's just too awful to be completely mentally incompetent. What he said in Tokyo and what he said the, the way he fomented the war in 
Ukraine is now trying to very hard to prevent a war in 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 uh, over Taiwan. I mean, he's he's really working at it very hard. This is not somebody who is just simply mentally incompetent. I mean, his so-called gaps make him appear so, but something is driving the things that come out of his mouth. Hmm. This is this is madness. This is somebody that. Okay, I agree. No problem. As Eisenhower said, the United States economy is driven by the, uh, uh, the by the military complex. The, without wars, the United States economy is in danger of collapsing. We've known this for many, 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 many years now. I would even say decades, at least since the since the, since World War II. This is known. Okay, so they need wars, but what 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 is he doing? These are these are the things that he's doing and saying are unprecedented. Wars are one thing, but wars, as well as infl- as as rampant inflation, as well as hunger, as well as a uh, 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 a total breakdown of the border structure, a total breakdown of of society, of drug abuse, uh, I mean every single area of of activity, uh, uh, education system. Show me one activity. Show me one action. In the past year and a half of this, this mis, mis, mis I don't know uh, this maladministration. Show me the one thing that didn't, that 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 went right. And if you roll the dice, some of them are going to come out okay. They've gotten every single item bad. Every single item is wrong, but wrong to a to a degree that is unprecedented in the history of of, of civilization. Well, it would seem so to me I'm that I'm throwing a question out to the, to to our, to our listeners: Does the United States desire to continue to exist? It would seem to me that, I again, I don't know because I'm not privy, but I I would imagine possibly that the handlers of Joe Biden wanted somebody who is easy to ply, who can't really think for himself for himself very well because he's. He's mixed I, I, up. Completely agreement. Completely and, agreement. But that's and, that question I'm asking. But then it's but wait a second. But then it's like a, a fine line that you're that you're trying to tightrope on because at the same time you want to instill a little bit of uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm forgetting. I, I can't think straight now. Uh, you want your your the people that you're ruling over to have faith in their leadership enough faith at least that they'll do what he's trying to tell them to do. So it's kind of like a tightrope act a bit. No, I'm going going from the opposite direction completely. I'm saying the people. Do the people desire their country to continue to exist? Forget about, forget the moment for the, for his... Well, I think it's a generational question. I think that the older generation who love America do want it to exist. And I think that the younger generation that was taught in school to hate America, hate themselves... Maybe want to see America metamorphosis into something else. Anyway, we'll be right back, everybody. Don't go anywhere. Hi, I'm Rabbi David Aaron. The soul basics are the most profound the most essential and yet often the most neglected in our education. 
join me for Soul Talk on Israel's News Talk Radio and discover the secrets to love, spiritual growth, and personal power. back here at the Tamar Yona Show on IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. I want to say hi to everybody who's listening in from around the world. We have people listening in from all over the United States of America, Israel, of course, Canada, Germany, the United Kingdom, Argentina, Colombia, South Africa, etc. Nice to see you all here. We are speaking with our guest, Dr. Mordechai Ben-Menachem. He is a talking to us about many topics that are happening around the world. And we're going to focus now, sadly, I say this, on the crumbling culture of the American middle class. Where would you like to start? Uh, uh, I'll start from what I consider to be one of the most awful numbers I've ever seen. 53 million, uh, 53 Americans are killed every day. Killed. Homicides. Murders. 53 per day. 30,000 per year on an average year. In the year 2020, when there was the so-called lockdowns, there was, it went actually 50% higher, but 45,000 were murdered. I don't understand how more people can be murdered when there are lockdowns than when there aren't, but okay. Maybe that was husbands and wives killing each other. <laughs> no, actually, that's a, that's a very accurate comment, and, and I checked, and it's not. Okay. I mean, Clearly, that's part of it. Was it was just a terrible but, joke. But, but no, it was that was that was not the 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 thing that was happening. It was there were murders on the streets, and I, that that doesn't include, for instance, the uh, um, well over a hundred thousand people that were killed last year by uh, fentanyl or by uh, uh, others by cocaine, by heroin, and and, and et cetera, et cetera, by, and, and other things. That doesn't include um, uh, a lot of other things. It doesn't include, for instance, the the horrible human atrocity that's taking place on the, on the southern border where the Bidenites opened up the border supposedly so that anybody can come in by their um, uh, uh, claim it's in order to replace the population of the United States but what they don't what nobody bothers to tell you is that between 10 and 12 percent of those that arrive, of those that are actually, I mean, sorry, between 10 and 12 percent above those that are that arrive are those that die on the way. So if three million people have come in, something on the order of 300,000 to a half to a half million have died on their way. And this, of course, is, is what they class as humanitarian. They're humanitarians, so they kill people. But that's not the point. That's just 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 a few numbers. That's a few just just give give some idea of what 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 the problem is. The American population today is a population which is and a, and a culture which is callous, calcified, partisan, tribal, lacking in the most basic spirituality, and lives basically under false media gods, and it has lost all meaning. And a, when a culture loses meaning, when humans lose meaning in their lives, they strike out. Because humans cannot, can't live without, without God. 
Humans can't live without God. There, there is no human society that has ever succeeded in trying in attempting to survive without God being part of the society. Never happened. Cannot happen. But that's what America is attempting to build. The, uh, uh, the, the former U.S. ambassador to Russia, my, a fellow named Michael McPhail, I find it a, a fascinating name, the son of failure, um, admitted that the U.S. regularly, U.S. diplomats regularly lie. And he actually laughed at the um, uh, um, uh, moderator of the, of the conference where he was at. He said, oh, wake up to, the real, to real life. And so the moderator went back and, and, and immediately answered him and said, wait a minute. So when you tell the Russians that you want something, they're supposed to believe you? Because we all know that you lie? Because that's real life? Real life is lying? And so they're supposed to believe you? And of course, he didn't have an answer to that because he's a person without who has who has been desold. If you pardon me for for a neologian, um, people that have given up their souls and have no con concept of anything to deal with real culture. Culture is not um, a football game, or culture is not a uh, a Hollywood movie. Culture is not, um, uh, um, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, a Playboy magazine. All of these are maybe parts of somewhat of some other culture, but this is not what, this, they don't represent culture. They are minor parts of culture. Culture is much broader than that. Culture is not listening to Brahms and Bach as opposed to, um, I don't know, uh, Native American music. That's not what culture is about. Culture is about the amalgamation of all of these things that I'm talking about, and much, much, much more. Culture begins by, by, by saying something very simple. Do people genuinely care for one another? Is there any unity? Remember what it used to say? I don't know if it still does. What it used to say on the dollar bill, in God we trust, do they? Right. Do they really? <clears throat> At all? Well, you know that's a that's a merit for uh, a good merit, I should say, for America. What that they have on their currency and God we trust. Well, I, only if it's actually only if it's only if it's real. It, it's a merit. Well, if it's for real. at least real, fifty a mil, million American Christian evangel evangelists. The evangelicals are some ten percent of the American population. So for them, it, it matters. Not, yeah. Yes, but that's that, that that that's that's far from that's far from proof. That's ten percent. What about the other ninety percent? Well, there are Jews. There are uh, who also believe there are Jews, in. There are the other, majority of whom are apostates. And the, and there are Americans that are not maybe uh, religious, but they also are are still they were brought up to be proud Americans. Well, that's what I'm asking. Are there? There I'm, are I'm, some. I'm, 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 genu I'm genuinely asking that question. All righty. Well, we have when five minutes left. So, how do you want to? In their lives, they strike out. That's a basic concept of any civilization. We've seen it. <clears throat> pardon me. We've seen it in every culture in history of humanity. When you talk about. Uh, 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 Roman Empire, you talk about the Chinese Empire, you talk about empires, I should say. You talk about any culture, when they lose meaning, they strike out. 
America today is crumbling. Um, when you look at things like, look, uh, 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 two of the most popular states in America today are uh, 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 California and Texas. Both of them are suffering rolling, rolling blackouts, which they have announced. They have literally announced that these will grow much worse over the summer months, which means that the um, uh, 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 the industrial complex of these states is, is going to cease to function re in, a, in a responsible manner. So if the physical infrastructure is crumbling and the social infrastructure is crumbling and the economic infrastructure is crumbling, if in 2016 the Democrats refused to accept the results of the election and in 2020 the Republicans refused to accept the, the the, the, the results of the election. In other words, no one trusts the electoral process in America. So does America exist? Is there still a United States? United. Is anything, anything at all united in the United States today? Well, you know... I, I don't know. I mean, I, I kind of agree with you that America is seeing its its uh, fall from being, you know, the empire, the, you know, the empire. However, let me just play devil's advocate and say after the 1960s revolution, you know, the sexual revolution in the 1960s and dropping out of society and and, you know, people could have said it's the end of America. It's, it's you know, and then there is. Many things and I believe that that was the beginning of the end. They have never recovered either from, from the hippie movement or from the war in Vietnam. And that's what we're seeing today, I think. But that's just my own personal opinion. I don't know if it's true or not. I'm All just right. putting out there this question. I'm, I'm fearful, literally fearful. I think if America ceases to be a United Nations and it ceases to be a real country, the entire world will suffer badly. I'm not happy with that. I don't think anybody <laughs> who loves freedom is. But we have one minute. What do you want to leave us with? After well, let's let's leave it on <clears throat> let's leave it on, on a more positive note. I mean, uh, I've been talking now about. Uh, I started off by talking about things which were very nice. I think the the negotiation between uh, Israel, Egypt, and and Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia, which does not recognize or have official diplomatic relations with Israel. Um, I saw an interview today with a, um, a, a Saudi uh, journalist, a leading Saudi journalist, and uh, the, one of the questions that was asked was, well, the government of Saudi Arabia has said that they will not officially have relations with Israel until the Palestinian problem is solved. What do you think about that? And his answer was, Nobody's willing to wait for the Palestinians anymore. Mm -hmm. They've had veto power. It failed them. They failed it. Mm -hmm. No one is waiting for the Palestinians today. And I think that mm -hmm. is a fantastically positive and optimistic thing to say because, let's face it, the, the results so far between Israel and Bahrain, Israel and Morocco, Israel and the, and the Emirates are fantastic. For, for, for all sides. Everybody's very, very happy with it, including the populations. 
And All Saudi right. Arabia is dying to get into there. And Mohammed bin Salman wants to get in there. His father does not. But his father is 85. Well, let's hope for a better future. I want to thank you, Dr. Mordechai Ben Menachem, for being with us here on the Tamariona Show. Always interesting when you're on. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And I really would like people to answer if they, if they have an answer to my question. Right hey, in, everybody. Is Jake, an anchor to- Israel News Talk Radio's chat room. Just click the orange button at the top of the IsraelNewsTalkRadio.home page, log in as yourself or an anonymous guest, and join in on the fun. You'll meet other listeners from all over the world who listen to Israel News Talk Radio, and you can make new friends. Israel News Talk Radio's chat room. It's the closest you can get to being in the studio with us. We love listening to Israel News Talk Radio. Where can you get the inside news on Israel? At Israel News Talk Radio, we're dedicated to sharing Israel's inside story with the world by providing our listeners with news on Israeli politics, current affairs, and Israeli Jewish culture. The Israel News Talk Radio homepage also provides you, the listener, with useful information at your fingertips with scrolling news headlines, weather, currency exchange, Shabbat candlelighting times, and so much more. Our radio programming is always accessible and on demand. We operate absolutely free of charge for everyone, everywhere. If you love what we do, partner with us now by becoming an Israel News Talk Radio supporter. With your support, you'll be inscribed on our Israel News Talk Radio Wall of Fame. There's nothing like us in the world. Be part of something great. Israel News Talk Radio. Straight talk from Israel. If you love Israel News Talk Radio, then you'll love our Facebook page. We keep you up to date on what's happening in Israel. Plus, little surprise treasures that we don't share on the radio. Go now to follow us on Facebook. Just look for the Israel News Talk Radio Facebook page. And don't forget to subscribe and follow us by clicking on the like button. We post great stuff there that you'll want to share. Israel News Talk Radio on Facebook and Israel News Radio on Twitter. News, opinion, and more. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. 